Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Well, good evening. This is Take2Radio Soaps. I am uh, jumping in the hot seat tonight. I'm Anthony Corona. David will be with us in a little while uh, due to transit and weather and a late meeting. He's going to be yep. a little bit... Uh, I'm right here, Anthony. Oh, I just look made at that. Our, all right. Our guy got here, and Candace should be joining us any moment. Unfortunately, I'm here. All I'm right. Here. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, when I'm listening to the, I can't hear who's coming in. But all right. We got, we got the core crew here. Vinny will be back with us in two weeks, unfortunately, in a conflict this evening. Um, so, <laughs> David, is it snowing yet? No. No. All right. Not. How, about, how about you, Candace? I didn't even know we were going to have snow, so um, I'm actually okay with it if it's going to snow this week instead of next week because, well, next week i got things to do. Um, so, yeah, um, no, not yet. Just rain. All right. I think um, this evening we should start by doing one of our public service kind of conversations. There's been a lot of uh, social media presence surrounding a certain situation happening at Days of Our Lives. We know um, that Candace and I tend to get some inside information and or true clarity. So I'm going to ask Candace if you can kind of break down, you know, the timeline and the actual events yeah. um, so we can debunk some of the, the wrong information that's been going out there on our social media platforms. Um, okay. Candace, Ari, okay. you know. Okay, so – First and foremost, let me just say this. <clears throat> this is an unfortunate situation that is happening right now um, over at Days of Our Lives. But the sad reality is, is that this happens all the time. This happens all the time um, on your favorite yep. uh, shows, movies, and real life. So we're going to take it back. We're going to take it back from 2008 on up. Uh, Emmy nominee uh, Ari Zucker, a.k.a. Nicole Walker, um, had filed for pretty much suing Corday Productions, King Corday, Albert, you know, him, that guy, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. for mistreatment, for mistreatment at the workplace, including uh, sexual content, uh, harassment, uh, verbal, uh, just pretty much, yeah. Um, so basically, 
if you guys remember, a couple of months ago, almost, well, I was going to say a year, but actually it's almost close to a year, uh, there was an investigation uh, that uh, Sony was under, as well as Ken Corday, um, regarding some accusations that was not only made by Ari Ziegler, but some other people as well who signed a petition um, to kind of remove um, Albert Allard um, away because he was one of the people, you know, as I say, one of, we'll get to that in a minute, um, who was sexually groping, making some uh, some comments. Very inappropriate comments. Very inappropriate. Um, he, he was doing a lot. He was making decisions that was not on, on his call, um, pretty much making it a toxic environment. <clears throat> um, as you guys all know, that he was then removed um, after days of our lives of uh, the investigation was completed. Uh, they went ahead. Uh, they took an extra week off to try to figure things out. That's where we got Janet. Albert was, was removed. You guys know Albert had uh, made a comment um, pretty much stating that um, the reason that he was removed was because he was black. I'm just going to say because he did play that card. Okay? All right. The people that was on the petition, um, and you guys can pretty much guess who it was, there were some who were still on Days, Days of Our Lives, and there were some people who weren't on Days of Our Lives. Some of them who was the contract roles was also because of the situation. One of the consequences was they was either dropped to recurring or taken off contract until further notice. Well, <clears throat> Ari, who was clearly the person at the vehicle who was speaking up, speaking out, one of the consequences that she faced for standing up for herself was, as we now know, um, she was let go. Now, before that, hold on, because I know, Ken Corday did offer her um, more money um, because there was also in one, of, in one of the articles of the lawsuit, yes, in case y'all did not print it out, I have copies, um, or did not read it because it actually is online for your viewing pleasure. Um, one of the um, comments, was, one of the articles was that the men was receiving more money than the females. See, that sounds like a real-life situation. That's still going on to the side, right? Okay. So they did offer her in her contract more money and everything and whatnot. Up until October, I believe it was around October of last year, she did not want to renew. So basically she let the contract run out, and as we now know, she's off of Days of Our Lives. Her final episodes will be later on this summer. Um, she did a press conference where she, if you watched it, I think the part that got to us was when she said when she decided to stand up for herself, and for others, she didn't. She the reason that she was afraid was because she could have lost her job. Sadly, that's what happened. Um, no word yet if they're going to reopen the uh, of uh, the investigation um, because we now know some other things too. Is that there has to be some other people who knew the situation. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, um, people, it's okay. Come on now, stand up. 
Um, <clears throat> and we don't have a court date yet. We don't we don't have none of that um, as of right now at this present time. We don't know anything. Um, I, I, let me just say this real quick. <clears throat> Hashtag I stand with Ari. Because the thing is, is that this is this is not the first time that Ari has been the center of attention regarding a sexual situation of a situation. Yep. Let's go back to the Donald Trump Billy Bush situation, okay? What I personally, me, Candace, and if y'all have any, you know, my opinion does not affect, you know, it's not a representation of Take Two Radio. Y'all already know this. My thing, this is sickening. This is sickening on all levels. When all this came out, the first thing I said was Ken Corday. However, in the article of the lawsuit, it says that Ken Corday was aware of this. He also hired Albert without the credentials mm. of what an executive producer and producer is supposed to be doing. Okay. So, in other words, Ken enabled this behavior, meaning he is also the source of the situation. <clears throat> you have people over there who enjoys working for this show. And for them to go through this, no, we're not doing this Travis today. Travis Yeah. When this also came out, and I think a lot of us were thinking the same thing, and if he wasn't, here's, here's you know, when there's no, you know, at the time, there was no HR department. And for those who remember, there's no PR department because they were let go because of Albert. Albert took over the PR department when they went over to Peacock. So you don't have an HR department, right? Y'all wouldn't be so far. So, you know, she could have went to HR because that's what you normally do when there's something that's going on at your job. You go to the HR department. Well, here's my question, and I'm going to direct a couple of people in this, if I may. Um, hey, Sag, where were you at? Yeah, Screen, Screen Actors Guild, what's up? Hi. Where were you guys at for this? And I know you guys were going through a strike, but the soap actors weren't, weren't under that contract. They're under a different contract agreement. How come you guys didn't protect her and others? Here's so the thing. Me. Um, oh, wait a minute. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Here's the thing. When you have a situation where you cannot go to the upper boss because the upper boss already knows the behaviors that are going on, the things that are happening, you can't go to that person and you don't have an HR department. And the quality of your work is being questioned because of situations that are happening that are personal and, you know, sexually harassing in nature, and then it's turned into the quality of your work and degrading, you know, your ability as well as, you know, your personality, et cetera, et cetera. There's very little places to turn in a situation like that. And let's be honest, Ari had left for a while and was wooed back, begged to come back because there was a hole in the canvas that needed to be filled. At that mm-hmm. point, she should have been given the money and offered the contract of a right leading star like other co-workers have. 
So you now are not being valued in your paycheck. You're being nope. criticized for your work because of personal situations that are happening. You're being put in uncomfortable, disgusting situations, and there's no mechanism for you to make any, any uh, complaints and or apply for changes. So it is, it is an explosively, you know, explosive situation. We have heard this from other cast members who have subsequently, you know, drifted off the canvas for lots of reasons, um, most of them being that it was a toxic work environment. So at this point, you know, I'm, I am completely team Ari. You know, I'm not going to say I hope she ends up on another show or what, I, you know, her quality of work speaks for itself. Her perseverance standing up for her rights, the rights of her castmates, which basically fall into, drum roll please, human rights, standing up for human rights in a time in our country where standing up for human rights is not the cool thing. It's not de rigueur. It's not, you right. know, so we all need to take a step back and remember what we see on our television screen is the soap opera, is the fantasy. This part of it, it is not the drama. Reality. This is not the show. This is somebody, this is many people's lives, we should say, but this person, Ari, who we absolutely adore, is standing up for more than just some dollars and for people to break it down and, and criticize with name calling about dollars <clears throat> when it is so much more, when it is so basic to who a person is fundamentally, when they go in, you know, and I'm only talking about the actors right now, the actors, actresses, when they go in, they're giving parts of themselves to the scripts. They got to dig in deep to find these emotions to then be abused on the other side of it. It, it is, it's, it's soul crushing. Think about going into your job and being harassed every day. And then they're picking on the quality of your work. They're setting up situations between casting crew and cast members themselves trying to, you know, trying to pit people against each other. And the top people know this is happening and aren't doing a darn thing. That's, so we need to take a step back and, and leave Ari alone. And everybody else who's spoken up to you in defense of Ari, we, we need to leave them alone. If you can't see yourself to support then keep it closed. And what should you keep closed? Your trap. Because this is not the soap opera. This is real life, and these are real people. Candace? And I'm, and I'm going to say this, too, because <clears throat> I, think, I think one of the reasons that a lot of people are now conflicted on everything is because of how the show has been for the last two years. Um, which I'm going to address in a few few minutes about that because me that too. But God, this this is this is all this is all an umbrella. This is all an umbrella effect that we're seeing right now. What 
is really it, it hurts because I mean, if you follow a lot of the days or a lot of actors, you probably can tell or you're starting to second guess certain things, you know. Like, wait a minute, why was this person let go? Was it because of the quote-unquote, which, by the way, in the article, it does say this, the budget cut, quote-unquote, or was that a, you know, a, 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 a excuse, right? A retaliation. Um, Let's call it what it is. Right. A retaliation. Right. Retaliation. The thing that gets, is that when Ari, when Ari said that, you know, all she was trying to do was stand up for everybody, and sadly, the consequences was, you know, she was she was fired. She was let go. And this is what I'm going to say. People out there, listen. Hi, Auntie Candace here. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. If you or somebody you know are in the same predicament as Ari and in the days where a lot of cast was, look, I know that the right thing to do is take your nose out of somebody's business, stick your nose and put it in your business and, and carry on your way with the sun, right? In other words, if you know something, you are keeping quiet, you don't know nothing, you're going to have amnesia, and you're not going to even deal with that because that quote-unquote has nothing to do with you. And that's a sad reality. A lot of people are going through this or have gone through this and because the system, and I'll say it, has failed, they feel as though there's no way else to go but to just keep on moving. And that's sadly what happened at Days of Our Lives and elsewhere. Like I said, this, yep. Days of Our Lives is not the first show and it's not the last show to, to go through this. And the sad reality is you had somebody at the helm who allowed for this to happen. And... So, again, like we said, we do not have a case, a court date for for R.A. versus Corday. We do not know what procedures are, are being taken place right now. As we speak, there might be something going on that we don't know regarding what's happening over at Peacock, Sony, and Corday Productions. Um, there is some hashtags out there um, about the removal of Ken Corday. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, can I? Okay, look, okay. Um, I know a lot of people are doing hashtag, you know, stay with days. In other words, fans stay with days. And I'm just going to bridge off and go into this. Fans of days are allowed. I need for you guys to listen to me really carefully. I know the show right now is not in the best shape that it's ever been. We all know this, right? Can we, we can be honest about it. You know, Days hasn't been, um, for some, the Days of Our Lives that they come to know and love. And when you sit down and you think about, the show's now been on Peacock for, what, two years? We're going on our second year, correct? The second yeah. year of being on Peacock, yeah. right? We're in our Sadly, second year. Yeah. Yeah, we're in our second year. Okay. Sadly, you have to sit down and you have to start to think how much of what's been going on behind the scenes is now kind of bleeding into what we're seeing on the show. And the reality is is that we we can't turn away from it because that's what happened. A lot of people was let go. A lot of people was let go in the midst of a storyline. 
you see what I'm saying? In the middle of the storyline, they were gone or, you know, certain storylines didn't make sense or just everything because, sadly, this probably was the reason because of what was going on behind closed doors. I saw a lot of people, and I'm thinking, well, let me just say this real quick, Andrew. I saw a lot of people saying maybe it's best for days to be canceled. Stop watching Days of Our Lives. This isn't the show anymore. Let it go. Then I saw people saying, saying it could be saved. It could be saved if the right people can can nurture it back to to to, to health. You know, they can get it back to health. Let me just speak on that, and then Anthony and David, you guys can go. I say Dave, and I'm going to take my being a soap fan out of this, okay? I'm looking at it from every standpoint known to man, okay? I think Dave can survive. They have to get rid of the toxins. And I'm sorry, I know this is his family legacy. This is this this part makes it even hard work. It's that sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's, this is your family legacy, Corday. I'm going to call you by your first government name, Kenneth. Okay. This is your family legacy, and I choose to believe that this wasn't always the case. I, I don't care when it started. It shouldn't have happened at all for you to make. That show, that environment, so toxic, and hiring people to, to do things to others to make them feel so uncomfortable while you're just there once every every couple of days. Which, by the way, that's a true statement he said it himself. The, I, I, the biggest thing for me, though, is the pitting, the pitting the entire crew against each against other. And I'm other. talking actors, oh, yeah. directors, writers. Pitting, pitting them against each other is the, is the ultimate sin for me. Wait, wait, As a leader, that, your responsibility yeah. is to say, you know what? I dropped the ball. This cannot continue under my watch. I am going to do whatever I need to do to repair my family, the writers, the crew members, the actors. I'm going to do whatever needs to and be done. And you guys sometimes let go of the people that you that you used to deal with. Because in the article, and sometimes, in the lawsuit, go ahead. Go ahead, Nancy. And sometimes you have to say, you know what? I also need to remove myself. Big I need to I need to remove myself and reach out to others that can righten this ship and maybe I'll come back in sometime, learn from my mistakes and do better. But if it's gotten to such a point then sometimes you got to remove the whole top and let the new growth sprout out. So let me ask this question to you guys. Do you think Ken Corday needs to be removed? I think uh, Ken Corday should remove himself, honestly. Yeah. It would be best for everyone if he removes himself and that when that level of trust is violated when this level of toxicity is happening, the only thing that, you know, will be a remedy is to clean up all of the involved persons that allowed for the toxicity, toxicity 
to fester and to and to grow and to turn into a big old messy fudge. Now, having said that, I do believe in second chances, and this is a family dynasty. There can be some some growth and some learning, and maybe some workshops and some you know hard skill set learning, and and you know can come back at some point. But at this point, he should remove himself. There are plenty okay. of out-of-work soap opera veterans who could come in. And let's not forget, we're on a platform like Peacock. We can do things with this show that cannot be done with the other three shows because of network, um, li- you know, liabilities, responsibilities, you know, and, and interference. This show has so much potential. It has almost 60 years of history. That in itself, you know, deserves a clean sweep of the toxicity and and a balanced period for the fans to catch up to or for the show to catch up to where the fans need it to be and want it to be. Throw a couple of surprises at us along the way, you know, and keep it moving. This show does not have to go away. No. Okay. So for me, because right now, if and and I, if any was here, well, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows this. What's going on with WWE? Well, what's going on with WWE? So WWE, you guys know, is World Wrestling Entertainment, aka W. I'll say the real name: WWE Federation, Worldwide Federation. Y'all remember World Wrestling Federation? Hey. So this is Kennedy McMahon. Yes, I'm doing everybody's government tonight. Um was um, accused of sexual harassment, you know, all this, you know, naughty stuff, right? And pretty much they, the board, the board, you hear me? The board removed him permanently. Yep. He's, he's, he's gone. WWE is still afloat, okay? They still have under, you know, other, you know, new supervision and, and everything else like that. I said this the other day to people. I said, if I was Sony and Peacock, first and foremost, Peacock, I know you tried last year. You might want to do it now. Get Ken Corday to share his stock and completely own Days of Our Lives. I know that some people are like, no, don't do that, Candace. In this situation, in this time frame, yes, because Sony and Peacock will still own, like, Sony will still own Days of Our Lives. Okay, let me clarify this. For those who don't know, Sony does own Days of Our Lives, 50% of it, okay? They need new guidance. If we're going to go on the road to 60, we need to have new guidance. Because sadly, sadly, Days of Our Lives has now been tarnished. Sadly. Days of Our Lives... You know, and we'll talk about what happened this past week. But with Days of Our Lives, Ken Corday, who, now, wait, let me do this. Ken Corday tried to save the show, and he did. He did save the show because NBC and some other people didn't give a fruit about it, okay? However, Ken, you still had a toxic environment where there was people who felt very uncomfortable of even staying on the show and coming back to the show. And for those who are listening, you figure out who I was talking about with that, okay? That's your little blunt item, no offense, but that was your little uh-huh. item of the night, okay? 
Okay. Because we're always waiting for a certain someone to pop back up. Right. Or a couple Who will not do so. A couple. Yes. Right. A couple yes. of people. Start, start, to, start to become a detective and try to figure that out. <laughs> but the fact that you made this so, and again, you made it so toxic that people are afraid to even speak up. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that everybody knows, but I'm sure that there are some people who knew. But because of real life, hey, look, they got to pay their bills, too. I just feel as though that Kim Corday needs to be forced out because I can totally see this being a payout. I totally see this being a payout. I can see it a mile away. You know what I'm saying? Like, And if not, if they do go to court, my only advice real quick is no media presence. No BDFD present at that, okay? And there's a reason, you know. But to me, I just feel as though Days of Our Lives is savable. It is manageable if you get the right people involved. And unlike the Bell family, Ken Corday's kids does not, literally does not want them. So you you look outside, and I'm sorry, Ken Corday does not have to have a decision in this, okay? I'm sorry, Ken, you've been removed. Thank you! Sony, C-Tech, and Peacock. I forgot the person who's running over there. They have to look from all angles of what the next move is for Days of Our Lives. Because if Days of Our Lives, look, I know some of you guys aren't even watching Days of Our Lives and want the show canceled because your favorites aren't on there. But I'm going to tell you something. If a soap gets canceled in this time, don't think for a second that this wouldn't start a domino effect. Because let me tell you something, speaking mm. from experience, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, does anybody remember what happened those years? We lost six soaps. Yep. Six. Yep. Because, and, 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 and that's the thing is that, you know, Days of Our Lives has always been on a chopping block. It's always been on it. Every time you turn around with Soap Harbor Digest, the plan to save Days of Lives. This week, we're going to save Days of Lives. Days of Lives plan to continue on Peacock. You always thought, we always made fun of them, and they tried to reset. They tried to, remember the time jump? Y'all was there for that. that mm, mm, mm-hmm. Y'all yeah. was there for that. When they brought back, you know, when, remember Jack is back. February sweep. When they brought back Vivian and Carly and Lawrence and all that. They've tried everything to keep you guys entertained, right? And now we have this, where some people will say, did Ken Corday try to sabotage and try to get Days of Our Lives canceled? I'm going to tell you something. That's a yes or no. We may never know. I would think he wasn't going to try to do that, but you never know. But what I will say is stick with the show. Stick with the show. Save the show. I know you I, I know you don't want to. I, look, look, come, come, come closer here. I know that that's a lot to say. But for me, and I'm going to be the soap fan, for me, if this is the thing that kills the show, the legacy, that 60-year history, that legacy that they have will be ruined. Because when you think of Days of Our Lives, if going forward, you're not going to think about Jarlena, Bo and Hope, and all of them. No, 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 no. You know what you're going to you're think, going to about think about when I this. say Jason? You're going to think about this. Oh yeah, the show that um they um they got um ca- they got um canceled because of the sexual assault. Oh yeah, that show. Uh huh. The show that was really like the Dusty Flowers. 
and mm, yup, they got him. Look, I'm just saying. So I stand with Ari. And I'm going to piggyback yeah, go what Candace is saying here. Um, you know, there was a situation many years ago on the Young and the Rest or involving persons at the Young and the Restless. Um, you know, fan, and this is this is before social media was what it is now. There was social media, and we got a good amount of information, but not not almost in real time the way we have it now. Mm-hmm. Actions can be taken right now to save this show, but we won't see those actions on screen for seven, eight months. And the longer it takes to resolve this situation, the longer it is until we're going to see those actions on screen. But here's the thing. The show can come back from this. We have to just... We've been watching it for 12 years, 20 years, 31 years, 44 years, 57 years. We can take a bit of time and plow through it. I remember now, apart from that Young and the Restless situation, I remember a couple of years ago, the Happy Hooker storyline, saying to myself, I just can't. I can't. This is not the Young and the Restless that I know anymore. I can't. And it's been up and it's been down. That's the life. That's Here's the thing. We are used to binge-watching shows that we used to be produced for once a week that suddenly now we can all watch. In a, you know, if there's 24 episodes, we can watch it in two days. You know, if there's eight episodes, we watch it in one night binge-watching. The soap opera genre can't catch up to that. It's not built that way. It's not designed that way. The foundation can't hold we can all binge watch, you know, two or three weeks at a time if we want to, but the way the show is produced still has to stay within the framework and the structure of the house that's been built almost 60 years ago. Even right. now at Peacock, and, the, and I might sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. They can take risks. They can make some, some – they can take some chances in the storytelling because they are on Peacock. But the framework – the structure of this show, you can't, re, you, you can't blow it up and rebuild something new. You've got to stay within that certain framework. So we got to ride this out. If we care about the genre and we care about this show, we got to stick with it. And if this show goes, trust me, the other ones are not that far behind. David, you've been you've been you've been kind of quiet. What what are your thoughts here? I do not want this show to go. I think it can be saved if we get the if the right people can come in and restructure it and keep the same framework. But morale's got to be uh, readjusted and infused to where everyone feel safe to come to work and I'm praying that can happen alright so since we've been talking Candace, is there any other news that we need to highlight oh yeah um, <clears throat> alright so 
of the uh, 2024 Winter TCA was today, was earlier today. And for those who don't know, that's Television Critics Association, where they roll out the programs and everything. So ABC had their turn today, and they featured, you know, Station 19. What's up, y'all? And also talked about the future of General Hospital. Y'all know that show that did. I know it. Okay. So when asked about it, the president of ABC Entertainment Group, said that they are happy to have General Hospital on their canvas. They are happy that it hit the milestone of 60 years. No guy might last it longer. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got so shade in that, right? They are pretty much saying that General Hospital will continue to tell stories regarding the core families and the next generation, a.k.a. the show is not going anywhere. And for those who do not know, ABC completely owns General Hospital. So it's not like, you know, if it's Sony or anything else like that. ABC actually legit owns General Hospital. So when people say, oh, they haven't been renewed, they haven't been renewed, they haven't been renewed. Well, they've been renewed. So so congratulations, because that's a big deal. That That is. Congratulations. Absolutely. At the TCA's. Um, I think later on this is CBS. CBS is going to be either next week or the following week. And of CBS course, is next you know, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Oh, CBS is next, next Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Hey, that's a special day. That's a special. Oh, God damn, CBS. Good, good Let day. Let me see. Next Thursday. Is it that happy girl? Huh? Is it that special day? Next Thursday. Happy, happy girl. Thank you. You know what would be better if they say congratulations, um, God Lightning as well times for coming back. But I know I'm not going to get that. How about congratulations? You know what? We've decided to bring forever and a day to the network. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Go to Peacock. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think we can, network couldn't handle us. That is true. No, that is true. That's just the But no, I mean, I like I said, you know, um, but you know, General Hospital, you know, they, I've, I've noticed some changes with them. Yeah, a little um, bit. So this is actually good. Yeah, it's actually good, um, good quality going on over there. Um, and oh, was we here for for this when they made the decision about the daytime Emmys? I don't know. I don't think we were on. No, we weren't. We no. Okay, so you let me go make ahead that and announcement? The... Not really, but this because this pain. This is actually painful. This is, I feel as though this has just been bad news stuff for the one news. So after thirty plus years, <clears throat> the National Autism Science, uh, aka the Emmy people, have made a decision. As of later on this year, there is no more younger uh, acting category. There's no more younger actress or younger actor. Pretty much the younger set is out. This became a vote, and I can honestly say this, the vote was was 76% in favor of doing away with this category. Um. 
let me just state on 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 a couple of things because everybody was like blaming certain things here and there and everywhere. I don't think this was the right decision at all. Neither, I really neither don't. Do I. Uh, because there's a lot of the young folks out there who's doing better than some of the older folks, and I'll say what I said. Okay, I think because of you know obviously over the last couple of years. There has been not a lot of young people to drive story on some of these shows. That's yeah. It's not like it used to be. Yeah, it's not like it used to be because here's the irony, and for General Hospital fans, y'all know what this week is. Um, back in the day when General Hospital, I'm just going to use General Hospital here, you know, we had the young folks. We had the younger set. You know, I grew up watching Jagger and Jason when he was a quarter main. Y'all remember that Rob and Keisha when they were young, right? Then we had Maxie, and, of course, we had Liz, Lucky, Nicholas, Emily, Xander, Warren, Gia, and all of them. On Gone Light, you had certain people over there. You had young folks driving the story. And sadly, as years have gone by. And especially you the young to... and the restless, too. Oh, young and the restless. And, and wait a minute. Hold up. Got to give a shout-out to Days Well Lives. Because, baby. Yep, Mimi and, and Belle and right, Sean and Jan right, I mean, and all. Like yep. live, I'm going to give a shout like, all of them. So they had, like, the summer of, of the teens. You know, they had teens utilized in storylines. Um, they don't have it nowadays because, well, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of reasons why. You, you picked your poison on that one. So they've decided to go ahead and do away with it. Obviously, last year, well, in December, there was a lot of controversy. Um, first, by the mishap of Victoria Grace um, because yep. of her age. But also, then it was because Eden McCoy, who was a little bit older than her other two fellow nominees. Yep. Um, a lot of people were pointing out, saying that was disgusting, that shouldn't have happened, and whatnot. Well, here's the thing. The age limit at that time was under 19, say, under 21. Each year, they kept going down. So it was under 25, under 23, under 21. They were going to do under 18, which would eliminate some people from that category. But hindsight, too, is that, you know, everybody kept saying the merge was another thing that shouldn't have happened. Well, the reason for that merge, just to give you a history lesson, is because a lot of award shows, as far as, um, like, soap awards, like the Logies um, and over so and Britain soaps, they merged their younger and act, uh, lead actor categories into one um, because they felt as though, well, everybody is a lead, everybody's, you know, da, da, da. they didn't do a separate. Also because they were trying to keep up with the time. Um there was a lot of debate on what they could have done. Could they have done two different age groups for the categories, meaning like uh, 25 to 18 for younger lead, and then like 17 and zero. I don't know who. Well, you know, there was one person that was zero months old, oh, but they were trying to figure that out. Um, but see, obviously there's also more younger females than males, because that one year when William Lipton was actually a sole nominee, I believe, a lot yep. of people was like saying, well, she just should have just gave it to him instead of, you know, and they did that one year at the Tonys, I believe. They gave it to one actor because he was only in the category by himself. This has been a debate for years about the younger 
younger category because a lot of people feel as though that there's not, you know, a Tom Pelfrey's or Eden Regal or Rick Hurst or, you know, stuff like that. I feel personally, like I said, um, I feel bad about this decision because for this coming, this this year, there is a lot of young um, nominees. Um, One of the, also the, and I think, Anthony, you probably saw this, you know, probably heard about this too, is that don't feel too bad for them because they still can be nominated. Um, Even though they don't have the category anymore, this is so stupid. I can't believe I'm about to say it. This is the dumbest thing. This is so stupid. They can still submit for guest performer, supporting actor category, or lead category. The under twenty five. So, no, so basically they're saying, so here's the deal. They're changing yeah, the ahead. rules of the guest performer again, again, yeah. and now uh-huh. younger younger actors because they don't carry the same workload as the supporting and lead actors and actresses on the shows. They can submit in that category, even though technically they're not guest performers. They can go for supporting if their storyline is, you know, coincides with major storyline or it has a um, 36-episode run, then they can go for supporting or lead. Yeah, real quick, because I know some of you guys are saying, well, what about the girl that plays Violet and stuff? So, okay, so for for the younger set, they're actually bringing down, they actually do have the the, the ages for the requirements, okay. So for guest performer, it can still be under the age of, you see, 20, 21 years old, okay. So, like, you know, little the, the young lady who plays Charlotte, um, Aiden, Jake, uh, all of them, they can go into that that section, okay. If it's like a um, Tabiana Ali and everything, because I think she is Tabiana has to go for supporting, yeah. Supporting, yeah. Eden would have to go for supporting as well. Um, so yeah, so or or even Lee. Hey, sky's the limit. So that's where we're at with this. Again, this. Mm-hmm. I, uh, th- look, daytime Emmy people, y'all already know I got a great with y'all from last year, from last December, considering what I saw for the primetime Emmys, the Grammys, and stuff like that. I need for y'all to sit down for just a second, just a second, just hear me out. To me, again, I feel as though this decision was not the best decision. I feel as though you guys are, I understand you're trying to eliminate a lot of your, the categories because you, you said, and I quote Adam Sharp, you said that because of the attention span of the audience. Let me tell you something. The majority of us watch the daytime, that means no offense to the talk show people, no offense to the morning show uh-huh. people. Let's call, let's call the ace for ace. We're watching to find out which of our daytime dramas is going to win best outstanding drama series, best writing, best guest performance, all of that stuff. Basically, we just want that. That's, and a that's good true. show. This is, you I mean, know, everybody has an opinion, but you know what would be very equitable? What they really need to do is to put the younger category back the following year in yeah. both male and female. Then they need to do the guest performer that is strictly 
a guest performer category, then they need one other category. They need something like highlight performances, both male and female, and they need to keep the male and female line all the way through. And if we have a transgender, if we have a non-binary, then they get to choose where they submit their work to. That's, that's, that is the most... You know what they need to do? I'm going I'm to help you out. You know what this sounds like to me? I can't, I'm going to rub for this, okay? I'm going to rub for it, even though it's no longer a publication, but they still got online content. Yeah. They still Papa Digest. They still yeah, Papa Digest. Yeah, it's... it's it's me. Hi, it's Candace. I know I'm not bring just a the podcast fan. back. Bring the podcast bring it, back. Bring I it miss back. Maura and Stephanie. Bring it. Bring it back. <laughs> well, bring it. Bring the self Papa Just Awards back because I feel as though th- you can do the daytime Emmys, but the self Papa Just Awards for me, and I'm pretty sure for you guys, it was those. our chance. To, it was our chance. It was our. Yeah. Us. Not the not the law firm of Hessel and Swice to tell us who the winners was. Like we we got to chip in and do do that. Um, mm-hmm. So you might want to bring that back and everything. But for as far as the daytime Emmys go, like I said, a daytime Emmys. We're going to have a serious talk because this is not the first change that's happening, is it? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I read my PDF. Stay tuned. By the way, we do not know the um, exact date of the daytime Emmys. We do know that mid-April the nominees will be announced. Uh, we do know that right now everybody is getting their reels together, which, by the way, the real real minutes are now 17 minutes, not 18. Oh, they get 17 minutes? Not yeah. 17 minutes. And some of y'all don't need to use all 17. Okay? Okay? Some of y'all don't need all 17 minutes. And some of your favorite soap actors have gone to social media and asked the fans for some help with their reels. So good luck to all the people that are submitting, and good luck to us daytime fans. Live from New York City, Radio City Music Hall, it's the 51st Annual Daytime Emmy Awards, hosted by Take Two Radio. And girl, girl, come on now. All right. Look, 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 I got excited for a minute. I was waiting for the drums and everything. They was like, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like, <laughs> la, da, 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 We got to get into the actual recaps themselves. We got to so, do some recapping. We started out with Dave, and we haven't heard much from David. So, David, tell us the uh, – tell us oh, – Lord have mercy. Um, tell us what's been going on in Salem over the last uh, two weeks. Well, one thing I'm very confused about, and I hope that the two of you can help me out because it's hard for me. I cannot – for the life of me, grasp the pawn. And I was aware of that. I remember back when this was going on, but I didn't know Victor's role in it. I thought it was more Stefano than Victor. So 
all this with Constantine and John has got me confused. I'm not sure I understand understanding that story too well. Candace, you want to give him a little history lesson? So basically, okay, so keep in mind I was in a, I was a baby for this one, but basically what you're saying is true. There was Okay, so this storyline real quick cuz I know everybody's up in arms about this. This is actually giving you the backstory to the pawn before the pawn was brought on to Days of Our Lives. Like, if you remember, Patch was a part of that in the beginning, but we right. didn't know something from the previous, like before the pawn was introduced, before we saw Drake Hogan. By the way, happy anniversary, honey. Happy anniversary. Yes. Okay. Happy, happy Drake, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, I hope you get a nomination. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so so basically we're getting the backstory of the pawn and from also because Steve also knows some things that he never really said because, well, his brain was smushed up too. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. So very, very, very far back in the day, there was actually a rivalry between Victor and Stefano. And then they worked together. And then there was another rivalry. And so that was never actually fleshed out in the Days of Our Lives world. So I think what we're getting now is not technically a rewrite of history. We're getting a backstory kind of, you know, we're getting the fleshing out of a storyline that was never truly, it's one of those general hospital, young and the restless dangling storylines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Days of all lives had, had some of them too, that we never got the full storyline. And now they get to play with it however they want, because it's 35 years later and, and you know, nobody really remembers. Yeah. That's the part of it. Uh, it's hard for me because it goes back a long way for me. Um, I remember watching when he first came on. So we never knew Victor's part in it. Right. Well, then. technically, technically yes, but it, there were always little, um, like, red herrings that were dropped in. We always thought that there was something to do with Victor, but they never fleshed it out, so we didn't know. And then we forgot about it because, I mean, how many storylines do we get each year? At least, like, 12 to 13. So, you know, we cannot really pay attention to every single thing that's happening. And this happens in every single show. So, um, you know, going back for that history, uh, I got to say personally, I'm not truly feeling it. Um, I I think of all the things that they could have mined, to, to, you know, to try to keep us, you know, interested and weave history in. This one was really not the way to go, but we're here, so we're here. I- I'm along for the ride. Candace, I'm actually, okay, so considering that this is Sherry Anderson, who was there for that decade, depending on how this goes, because I feel as though yes. even though this is supposed to be John's story, this is more Patch's story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I feel as though this is more patch 
dead because yep. he's been keeping something from John almost 40-something years. So to me, whatever this is, it's going to either make or break their friendship. I don't think, I saw a lot of people saying, oh, they're going to find out that they're brothers. No, we're not doing that today. Um, I just, I'm just real curious as the pet part of the story. And that's what, that's what's keeping me intrigued is that Steve knows something. He, he dealt with this, but I don't think nobody else knows. So that's what I'm just like, Ooh, well, what did you know? What did you do? Let's also not forget that Patch has some of Stefano's memories too. So right. you know they can uh. they can play that. Yes, we forget yep. that Patch has some of I Stefano's know. memories. <laughs> oh, that was the best. That was the best they, way they to remember Steven Nichols back. Yeah, Stephen O. I know Stephen O. Candace, right. what what's was exciting it, you? Go ahead. What's, the, what's exciting me about Days of Our Lives? Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to be real, I don't. Right now, nothing's really exciting. Like making me like, whoa, child, let's go. Right now, I'm just kind of like in the moment with the storylines. If that makes sense. Um, I. I'm kind of still present as into, like, who shot Harris, what's going on with this drug ring. Like, I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of tapped into that because it is an umbrella storyline. I'm kind of invested in that. Obviously, it goes from that to a fire. Um, So I'm kind of invested in that right now. Like that's my that's actually yeah that's actually my go to storyline but nothing's really exciting me exciting me you see what I'm saying like no I, I know exactly what you're saying nothing's really exciting me exciting me either but I, I'm also not sleeping on EJ at the moment because I still think oh. that go ahead yeah I was gonna say yeah 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 him I think we're ready for the explosion you know what I mean. We've been saying yeah. for the longest time, it's it's time to let EJ go to the dark side. We've had multiple opportunities, and they keep pulling back. But, you know, you got the talent. The, you know, the man is talented as yeah, an actor. He is. And if he just sits there and reads the phone book, I mean, none of us is going to turn the channel. Let's, or, you know, or swipe or left or right. I mean, is he, does he, I mean, let me ask the question. This is, the mind will be, be nice. Be nice, Candace. Be nice. This is a family show. Um, I just want to preface that. It's a family show. <laughs> no, I do feel so like they need to, like, Dan is really good at being the leading man. Like charming, yeah. he's very you know cut. He's he's funny too. They they've let him have his sense of humor. However, they do. They need to go ahead and have him. Like we've seen the angst, we've seen the rage, but we haven't fully gone full the mirror with him. And that's what I really am hoping for. Obviously, we know that part of the storyline to get him there is going to be leaving soon. Unfortunately, yeah. Again, this is where yeah. behind the scenes comes over to to the real stuff. Um, but I want to see what happens because again, this is a, what's happening now with this drug ring and him being the DA. Like, come uh, on, 
Uh-huh. Right. That He's right walking. there is just, I kept, no, go ahead, David. He's walking too close. I, I see, I see violations every time he, he's in power. And but, guess what? I was I said that from jump. I said, now this is now this is the moment because I kept saying, I said this is the moment where Dark EJ is going to rise because now he's in a position of power. He can make or break decisions real quick. He can put people in yep. jail just because you know he can he can withdraw like evidence. He can do all that kind of stuff. And so that's why I'm kind of curious as to what they're going to do with him. Um, the whole, the, oh, oh, the, the uh, 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 shoot, what I was going to say. The, uh, cheat, the cheating of the cheater, Stephon, with, with Ava. Okay. I, and what y'all did to Gabby. I'm going to oh, take my yeah. personal okay, feelings out. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not my... even going to address that. I'm, I'm just so <laughs> mad. Girl, but, girl. But you know what I got to say, right? I'm going to take my personal opinion. Read between, read between the lines I'm saying this. I'm going to take my personal beliefs out of that storyline of what they did to Gabby. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to look at it. From a standpoint of, Gabby, when you come out of jail or prison, which, by the way, you shouldn't have been in prison, but I'm going to let that go. Mm -hmm. Your husband, the man that you were, (laughs) went ahead and cheated on you with Ava. Ava, girl, Ava, I don't know what they've done to you. Maybe you need to go back to making raviolis. But Mm. in what world? And I'm serious, writers, whoever you guys may be over there at this, you know, Ron, Sherry, Ryan, Jamie, Giselle, oh, David. My question is, Ava would not be this weak. Or needy. She is. Or needy ain't the word. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, but then I'm also gonna say over the last two years. Don't forget, she had the whole Gianni phase. There was the Harris phase. They don't know what to do with her. This is another classic case of they don't know what to do with her, so they keep her in this weird limbo that doesn't quite make sense, but we're invested enough that we don't want to see the character go. I'm 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 going to be the I'm invested in Tam. I'm invested in Tam. And this this is the thing. You have certain because tonight this is going to be my, my this is going to be a saying that I'm going to say a lot. You can have talent to to keep me invested in storylines that suck because there's a couple of people I'm going to call out tonight that has done that and this is one of the situations. I I feel as though yeah they don't know what to do with Ava, but Tamara Braun to me is that actress that will pull me through. And she's like this. Come on, Candace. Come on, just come with me. I will take just you there. Stay I, with me, I, I will help you. I will help yep. you out. And, yes, it helps that Steve Burton. Hi, Steve. By the way, March 4th, you'll be on General Hospital, so I guess I'm going to see you on Salem and Port Charles. Woo! Okay. Um, the fact that they part, and that's the thing. You know the storyline isn't really working, but you made me watch because Steve Burton and Tamara Braun hooked up, which is my dream. 
That's my, that was my dream for General Hospital. And Dave, she did it. But at the same time, just because she did it doesn't mean the story still works. Absolutely. But I'm going to go back to EJ for a second. Here's the thing. The thing that soap operas and all four of them at this point are guilty of it, we don't have a through-line villain. We bring in villains of the moment. We use them up as best as we possibly can, and then we find the redemption either of that said villain or of the people that have been destroyed by that villain, and they're gone. We need a through-line villain. We need another Stefano, and this is the opportunity. I love Dan as an actor. I love Dan, but let him go to the dark side and let him take the mantle that mm-hmm. needs to be taken up in Salem. It's time. It's time. We need stop bringing in villains of the, you know, of the story arc and give us a villain that will stay on canvas and be half villain, half, you know, we are all invested in, in EJ in the way Dan plays EJ. And so even if you bring him to the villain side, we're all still going to be waiting and praying for the redemption. But here's the deal. Ron, Ron, listen to me, my friend. You know, we've had dinner together. We bowled together up in Staten Island. When one night to live, we bowled together, Ron. You remember, you remember who I am. Here's your deal. You need to let us keep waiting for EJ's redemption and let him go darker and darker and darker. Mm -hmm. He's got the chops to do it. He's entertaining. We're all invested. This is your villain for the next couple of years. Play it, write it, make it happen. David, what else, anything else on Days of Our Lives you want to highlight before we jump over to, let's go to Los Angeles next, but anything else on Days of Our Lives you want to highlight? Yeah, there is one thing that, well, it's amusing to me that, all of a sudden, Sloan can't take the motherhood, and it looks and it looks to me that she's planning on giving the baby back to Nicole. Well, well, I mean, we, because we know that there are exits coming. This is a storyline, I guess, that kind of almost had to happen. There's no surprises coming to us here, Candace. Candace, where are you with this? Okay, so let me just say this. I'm take again taking out the behind the scenes stuff and looking at the show, right? Okay, here's the thing, Salone, baby, you saw it, and I hey, look, look, rich people's problems, rich hashtag rich people's problems. You saw yes. that that if you get or or should I say rich people? Because technically, if they're really rich, are they really rich or privileged? You know what? Privilege, 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 privilege. Okay. You thought, Salone, that if you had a baby with a man that you're sleeping with, because, look, check, well, look, I'm going to take myself out of this. If I had a guy like Eric, yeah, I probably wouldn't have done this too. Okay. However, you thought that having a baby was going to make everything peachy keen, and you thought that Eric and you was going to, you even said, well, I'm going to hire a nanny. But you did think, because Eric has been wanting this for so long, he doesn't want a nanny. He wants to be hands-on. You are jealous of that baby, Salone. 
you can't handle the fact yes. that when you're getting the loving and that baby starts crying, Eric puts you down second and put that baby up first. Welcome to parenthood. Welcome to parenthood. You are and you keep drinking. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. I believe. I be, you know I believe the children are our future, right? But I'm going to tell you what mm-hmm. I also believe. I believe that Salone, you've been getting very comfortable with the bottle lately. Yeah. You yeah. have been getting very, very comfortable. During Christmas, girl, I was I loved you. Because look, you you may you may be smart, but you are funny when you're drunk and you spill the tea. And this is how people are going to find out what you did. You're going to get completely overwhelmed and jealous, and you're going to drink. And nine times out of ten, you're going to spill the tea to somebody who is going to use it against you. You better start packing yep. your bags now. You better yep. start packing because I can totally see if you tell EJ, if you slip up and say, well, away, I take the baby because I was right. If you tell that to EJ, you don't think EJ is going to try to play the superhero? You don't think he's – and by the way, this is where the dark side of EJ comes out too because he's going to have to make a decision. But also at yeah. the same time, you're going to also either tell – now look, in hindsight, you're probably going to tell Nicole. And Nicole's going to use it. But somebody's going to find out because you've been getting too close with that bottle. You might even tell – you know what? You might even tell Eric himself. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. Hold on. If I was a, if I was a writer for soap, would I take the easy way out or will I make it a challenge? I would make it make a challenge. Make it a challenge, make her tell Eric, and then make, they're going to try to keep it on the hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ron, mm. you can send the check to Take Two Radio Soaps. We'll all split it amongst ourselves. Candace and I will get I a bigger portion it, Ron, than everybody else, but Ron, that's okay. Ron, you already know. Venmo me. Zell, pass that. You know how I feel about Chuck. All right, so let's let's take a a time warp or a uh, you know uh, uh, physicality warp over to Los Angeles. Candace, mm. talk to mm. me about the bulls and the be- you know you're gonna play double duty. You're gonna do all of CBS today. Talk to me about bulls and the beautiful. Okay, so this is this is really bad because one of the wishes I've always said about soaps this year is I didn't want to deal with anything about drugs or rape or anything. But here we go. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so we're going to take a pause from in. Thomas and Hope. Yeah, we're going to take a pause from Thomas and Hope because Thomas proposed to Hope. He is so in love with her. Love. That's all the clock said on 227. I'm in with Hope. Hope is like, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm keeping it casual, uh-huh. but I'm wearing the ring around my neck. Everybody's gunning after her, like, what's your feelings, what's your feelings, what's your feelings, what's your feelings? But that's not the story anymore. Yes, Liam, Stephanie, nope. Hope, and Finn have taken a back seat. Yes, folks, you did think it was happening, but they actually have now been back burned for a few, for a few weeks because the big story is Eric and Donna's wedding. Uh, no, literally, because this all concludes into what I'm going to say. So Eric, mm-hmm. who has just, you know, he's, he's, he's healed, y'all. He is healed. Hallelujah. Can we get an amen for so Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So now he so has Jesus. A new lease. Amen. 
Right, amen. He comes through when you need him. So then all of a sudden, he decided that, you know, everything is right in the world. You know, his family is together. And he just wants to, he wants to celebrate his life. So he goes ahead and proposed to the woman that stood by him through the good, the bad, the bad, and the, and the honey. He, he asked Donna to marry him. Now, here's the thing. Stephanie and them couldn't attend. Felicia and them were still in safari mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. So, um, so pretty much that's what's going on. So they got married. But here's the thing. At the, at the party, at the party, Luna took some mints and drinking. So did Zenday. And long story, okay, I'll just do it. Long story short, the mints was really poppies, pills, allegedly, that spiked with weed. And Luna got high, and she hallucinated. She went into Zenday's bed, and Zenday saw her there. I can't do this. Y'all talk about this because I'm disgusted with this. I am too. <laughs> okay. All I'm going to say is <sighs> Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me, let me do this real quick. Wait a minute. Let me do this real quick. If you saw today's episode, okay, so mm-hmm. basically on Friday, Zenday, who stumbled in, meaning he was a little tipsy himself, saw Luna in the bed. She woke up, and she really was hallucinating that Zenday was RJ, saying that she was waiting for him. Keep in mind, they're in, she, she's in bed. Today, for those spoilers, Luna was questioning what happened. Zenday said, you know what happened. We did not see anything happen. Let me clarify that. We did not see anything happen on screen. It was verbal by association of the mouth. So Zenday is like saying, hey, I would never take advantage of you. You got to believe me on that. And Luna is freaking the hell out because she doesn't know what happened. All she knows is that she cheated on RJ, a guy that she really loves, and she does not know what to do. Let me go ahead and do this real quick. I'm all for shock value on soaps. Y'all know me. I'm I'm all for shock value, but this isn't it. This is see, the third time okay, around see, with that. This is this this okay. Hey, Brad. This isn't the first time you've done a storyline like this. Mm-hmm. Because, but the thing is, is that obviously we did not see what happened between Zenday and Luna. For all we know, Zenday is lying. Which I'm, I'm going to say this. I think he's lying. I think he really is lying to that girl to get and hurt RJ. Because Zenday, oh my God, was so I, jealous. I, I, I'm convinced he's lying, and you know exactly right. where this storyline is going to. Pregnancy. Right. Right. So here's the thing. Wait a minute. Let me just say this. Now, Bo, you have a history of these kind of storylines. Thomas and Caroline. Liam and Steffi. Yes, remember Thomas gave Liam a drug, and that's why Liam and Steffi slept together, for those who don't know. Liam and um, um, Quinn. Okay? I, I mean, amnesia was a factor. 
But obviously the big one is Brooke, Stephanie, and Ridge. Okay? The problem we have with this storyline is you took it, now you're taking it a little too far. Because, yeah, you can do the blackmail thing, but the problem is, is that you've had Zenday kind of be creepy a lot lately around that girl, kissing her inappropriately at times, looking at her in a certain situation of the, of the, of the, of the, of the, of the situation. That's what you say. Obviously, Zenday, you have an issue with RJ. Really, you should be having an issue with Eric because Eric is the one who went to RJ first and not you. You, Zenday, you forget that you're privileged too, okay? Because last time I checked, you were staying at the beach house, the guest house, on the 4th of July. You are so overwhelmed, and I don't understand where this is coming. I need more insight of this. But to me, now you drag Luna into this who's innocent by all means. Yes, he took the Poppy's mitts. By the way, Poppy, we're going to talk to you in a few minutes as well because now I think mm-hmm. I know how Luna came to be. I now think yep. I know how Luna came to be. We just need to know who the father is because if I hear it one more time on the streets about somebody, I'm going to lose it. But anyway, so now you got Zenday who now has the power and that's what makes it even more creepy is that you literally have – you're literally messing with this young girl's mind. Mm-hmm. First of all, do we know if Luna's a virgin? Because I'm going to tell you something. If, if she – if we find out that girl was a virgin, that, this is going to make the story even ten times well, worse. Well, now she was with RJ already. Oh, but yeah. You're, okay, you're talking right. about you know, before you know, RJ. You know what happened? You know what happened? You know what happened? You, you, okay, I'm going to be honest. Candace kind of zoned out for a minute with that. I'm sorry. No offense. No offense to the ex. Because <laughs> you know? she's been on the show for five minutes and she's getting some. You know what I'm saying? She's been on the show no more than five minutes and she's gotten some. She got more than Cardi did. Okay. But the thing is that, to me, this you didn't have to go this route. And obviously because Poppy, because Luna took the pills and everything else like that, because Poppy even said, oh, my gosh, she doesn't even know what was in it. So that clearly means that, Poppy, we now know, you, you gave us the confirmation, those are not mints. Those are edibles. So, yeah, this is a real, yeah, this is a real sensitive storyline. And, again, I'm here for Are they anxiety pills? I don't think they are. I, I, I mean, I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest. I think it helps Poppy with her anxiety, but they're not like, you know, like Zyrtex or like, you know, like Xanax or anything. Xanax. I think they seriously are, yeah, Xanax. I think they are from somebody higher than, literally higher than, than you know, CVS. I'm going with Candace on this because I think they're setting us up for, you know, the pregnancy and the unwanted, you know, I did not consent to this storyline. I mean, I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping, like, obviously, that Zenday is playing. I mean, I'm not hoping, but I'm hoping if I had to pick which story I would go to, I would not do a pregnancy storyline. Because here's the thing, Brad, unlike your daddy, Okay, your daddy did something 30-something years ago on Young and the Restless with cough syrup, okay, yes. with Malcolm yes. and, and Drusilla. That was 30 years ago. 
we're now in a different time where this is legit, like, especially, hey, you know what, Brad? Um, If you want to just go about 30 minutes south of where you guys film at, you might want to talk to somebody. Because here's the thing, Zenday and Luna are employees. That's a work, if that's a toxic environment, that's sexual harassment. If that's what happened, especially if she didn't give consent. Now, yes, I know what everybody was saying. Zenday was under the influence, and she was under under influence. However, Zenday was more in, in the state of mind than she was. Yeah, so the thing is, is that, again, I don't want it to be where they had sex. I don't. I don't want no pregnancy. I don't want none of that. I don't want to repeat that. I feel as though they're going to try to do that because of Poppy, because Poppy probably popped some of her mints and thought it was somebody else that she was sleeping with, and she really slept with Jack Finnegan, who is Luna's father. Okay? Whew, got that out. I'm hoping that Zenday is just messing with her to try to, again, this is so wrong of him doing it, regardless, either way, him doing this to attack RJ. It's like, by the way, you know your girlfriend was sleeping in my bed? I just see them going that I, I'm so praying that they don't say that they, they really have sex. I really don't. There you go. I'm 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 dead serious. <laughs> just say just then they just mess with it and then feel bad. Have a have a heart of gold. Have something that says, you know what, I can't even do this. Yeah, okay, that's okay. Because this is what's bothering me. They're pulling in Elizabeth Weber with Zenday. He's not the same Zenday that we know from a couple of years ago. And it really bothers me that there's no justification for it. And, and they're playing it on, on that creepy vein. So, Candace, I am completely down with you. If that's the way the storyline goes, I will be very, very happy. But it looks to me, and Bones, you are so fond of the, of the you know, I was not in my mental capacity storyline. There are other ways to play this, but we're here, so we'll go through it. I think Candace and I are on the same page. I do not want the pregnancy storyline. Please don't let this be it. I um, don't want it either. But at the same time, you need to flesh out why, you know, give us more investment in who you want Zenday to be. And and quite honestly, Candace said at the very top of this, I, I'm waiting for Zenday to wake up and realize, wait a minute, you know what? Okay, I still hate the boy because that's the whole Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero. You know, you got to stick in that. But wait a minute, I got a beef and a bone to pick with Eric, David. I don't want. I don't want a pregnancy story either. I think I think this is this is in poor taste. Um especially with Zenday, like you said, he's not Zenday was this sweet unspoiled boy. What what he's not that person anymore. And and the and the he's transformation Yeah, he's the not transfer, Rick. He's not Rick. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, so the transformation do, doesn't make sense. And why should he be that envious 
of RJ. I mean, he's much older. And why does he want to even bother with the kids? It's like... And okay, I'm, I'm going to say this then. If you want to really play that storyline, then it's time to bring back the whole Maroney aspect of all this. Yes. There are some that are directly descended... And there are some that, you know, the descendant line is um, somewhat, um, um, you know, in, in the next lane. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. But, you know, there are some that are directly descended and some that aren't. So if you're going to do that storyline, then bring that back up and yes. play that off because there are legions of bold and beautiful fans that want – to revisit that and actually get a good, you know, conflict and then resolution to it all. Candace? Yep. All right, one more. I'm just just like over here, I'm just over here really thinking about the storyline. And I know, you know, I think it was 2016 is the last time we had a storyline like this with Thomas and Caroline. Uh I just, I just I I can't if they if they go down that route of her being pregnant and if this is to flush out what happened to Poppy and all that I mean again you can do this storyline so we can find out more about Poppy but I'm really hoping Zenday and Luna did not have sex I really do hope that he's just messing with her and then when the truth comes out RJ can pop him. All right, I just want to throw one more character slash name out there before we go over to Genoa City. David, I'll start with you. Brooke, where do they need to go with her? With Brooke? Um, well, they, well, she's already with Ridge, so maybe she needs like a story for herself to concentrate on her and where she's going because they already took care of Donna. So get a story just for her and have Ridge, like, supporting it. But they All need right. To... So for me, I think they need to start moving her into the original Stephanie role. They need to start placing her in more situations where she can affect or at least counsel or at least help shine light on the members of her family that are in situations, et cetera, et cetera, either that or they need to bring in a new character and give us a, like, phenomenal attraction. We can't do this. I'm torn between, you know, um, my husband and you. I'm not really sure, though, I want to see that. I, I really think more in the lines of they need to stop matriarching her big time. Candace. They need to do something with her because I can't keep this whole, oh, Ridge, I'm here for Ridge. Brooke, do you remember who you are? Writers, do you remember who Brooke Logan is? Because clearly Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. So let's go on over to Genoa City and because, you know, we know who our candy girl is and where her, you know, her heart lays the most. Catch us up. Good, bad, and ugly with the young and the restless. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about God like because that's my heart. Um, okay. So, on the young and the restless on CBS, the bad Daniel Romulani 
Daniel. Um, let me talk to you. Let me break it down. So Daniel and Heather, uh, they got together because you know Lily's out of town with her daughters, her her daughter mm-hmm. and son, who was a part of a fire in California or something like that. Anyway, so Daniel and Heather hooked up. And Heather is like, yeah, I want you because you are the man that I've always wanted. And thanks to Lily, I can see that. And Daniel's like, yeah, me and you. And me and Lily, I can talk to Lily when she comes back. And then you got Lucy over there acting like, Okay, let me just say this. This is not my favorite storyline. Well, okay, this is actually one of my least favorite storylines because, all right, hey, Josh, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. As a Lily and Daniel fan, I was happy that they actually got to share scenes together and that they were actually on their way back to each other. I said this in real time. Just because I'm a fan of Daniel and Lily, that means I was a fan of Daniel and Lily when I was a kid, when I was younger, right? Your job is to show me, just like with Danny and Cricket, or any time a couple gets back together from the yesteryears to now, is to show to me why, in this day and age, I should be rooting for this couple. Yes. You kind of fell flat on the simple fact that, yes, they will always be friends. Lily, I mean, Lily and Daniel have always been there for each other. But at the same time, I've been through all of Lily's, relationships and all of Daniel's relationships, good and bad and in between. Your job is to show me why they they stick together. Why do they belong together now? The fact that you let Lily you kinda you kinda let her on, man. I'm sorry. You go ahead and you have Heather. Heather, you didn't even want Daniel. So when she said that because of Lily, I'm like, so wait a minute, Heather, you couldn't you couldn't do this? You couldn't the, the person that you wanted him to be, you couldn't do it. And, Daniel, not for nothing, you are, you are such a jerk. I can't believe I'm actually saying this about you. And, yeah, I know you had a porn addiction, but still, I didn't say you was that type of person to go ahead and flip on the switch. And, oh, you did? Because when I say I didn't, it's because of the fact of how he has higher morals than Phyllis. You see what I'm saying? Like, to me, Daniel has always, in my opinion, if I have to say it, he was raised by Danny to do certain things the right way. They may not always been right, but they were right in the sense that, yeah, he didn't really hurt many people. The fact that he was all so giddy about him and Heather, so basically what was that about you and Lily? Because you actually was, re- like, reconnecting with Lily. So what I don't understand. I don't get it. And Heather, and Josh, you kind of let me down with Heather, too, because I thought I had another patty cake on my, on my hands. Yes. And, and don't get me started about Lucy, because when are we going to learn, soap fans? When are we going to learn, soap writers? Kids, I love y'all. Y'all know I do. And I understand when your parents are separated, you want them to get back together. And that's fine. That's okay. But Lucy, Lucy, you are 15, 14 years old. Keep dreaming. But not only that, you are the granddaughter of Sheila Carter. So I I just don't know. Dang, that is messed up now. I got to think about it. Oh, poor Daniel. You got screwed all the way around. 
But the thing is, is that, like, I'm not feeling this. So when Lily does come back, at first, like I said, I was Rod Rogers from Bob. Now I'm just like, y'all ruined Lily and Daniel for me. And that hurts. The thing, yeah, because here's the thing. You know, ultimately we know that they're going to make this angst and he's going to be torn and she's going to be torn whether to to understand, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, ultimately they're moving towards Daniel and Lily. But this is not Daniel either. Nope. You know, you said it, you threw it in there, and I think that that's the road they're going to take with this. You know, he's had his demons before, and they're going to play on that. But honestly, he's seen his parents. He's made his own mistakes. He's seen all of Lily's, you know, challenges and mistakes. Mm-hmm. It, this is just that it doesn't quite make sense. There was really That's no reason for that. That's the only thing that doesn't make sense. Go ahead, David. Go with what else doesn't make sense to you. I wonder if it's the same thing for me. And if it isn't, then I'll give you mine. Go ahead, David. I do not understand the Phyllis, Danny, Christine mess. Mm-hmm. Thank you. this, Josh. Thank you. Josh. I don't understand it. He was never in love with her. That was years ago placed down there. He never loved her. So why is she putting her, why is she throwing herself at him? Because, because it worked back then. And it was, it was a gripping storyline that many, many people were invested in. The difference is, those of us that have been around that long to remember it, we ain't going to buy into that, that right. he was confused inside. No. No. And those that weren't and came along later and are kind of gripping on the nostalgia and feeling the storyline because they didn't have the chance to initiate it the first time around – you're not going to get what you're looking for either because there's no way for the show to justify it that way. So you set up a, a storyline that is potentially, that, that, not potentially, that is directly going to lead to disappointment in the fandom. Candace. Yeah. So the next story that uh, uh, is a fifth. We all got it right, though, right? You, you're on the same page with yeah. us? Okay, go on. So the next story that is 50-50 with me right now is a story that I'm pretty sure everybody will say, again, because of the actors, this story, they're pulling me through this story. And that's gaslighting Ashley. Oh. Um, yeah, don't get me started out, there. Shout out to Eileen Davis. Shout out to Trevor St. John, who has a movie coming out on Amazon Prime this week. Check it out. Beth Maitland, Peter Bergman, and everybody else that's in the, the storyline. So, okay, here's what's happening, folks. We're going back to Paris. By the way, remember 10 years, almost 20 years ago, they could afford to go to Paris? Yep. Yep. That's not shade. That was just me being real about it. Anyway, so Ashley goes back to Paris because she is really conflicted 
on what happened that fateful day in, in La Frontier Boutique Cafe, Ooh La La, Paris, okay? Mm-hmm. So basically, as we see from her point of view, Tucker and her got into an argument. Tucker had a tantrum through glass, made Ashley so afraid that she she was shaking her, her stiletto heels. However, from Tucker's point of view, he calmly told her what happened, got up, and left. So whose side do we believe? Okay. So they go. So Ashley goes to the restaurant in question. The waiter said that nothing happened that that fit Ashley's um, storyline, the story that she that she had. Right. However, when Ashley was coming back to the GC, Tucker got a phone call from somebody in La France Paris Cafe Ooh La La, saying that Ashley was there and she's on her way back. Mm-hmm. So Tucker pretty much paid people off to tell their side to you know stick with him and stuff like that. So basically, Ashley is starting to unravel a little bit, which is actually in the story. You know, she has suffered with mental illness and stuff like that. But she also is like saying that um, Tucker isn't it can't be gaslighting her because she knows exactly what happened that fateful night. Okay. Let me just say this right now. Again, this is a storyline that because of the acting, I'm, I'm invested half and half with. Okay. So you mean to tell me, and tell me if you guys wouldn't have done this too. Something happens, right? You know what the first thing I'm going to say is, can I see your surveillance camera? Can I see a yep. video? Because I, I know y'all have a video. Mm-hmm. Can I please see it? Because you're not going to convince me that, Anthony, David, Pam, um, Suleika, what's up, Suleika Silvers, um, and everybody else. Also, one one thing, when I'm totally convinced that something else happened, you're not going to do that. You're not uh, until before I start questioning my sanity. I need to see a surveillance camera. Yep. I need to see a surveillance camera. But at the same time, Tucker, you know what? You're smart. Because, see, this is where I keep saying there's a plan. I don't care what anybody tells me. That man wants to take down Jabot. He's going after Jabot. Yep. Diane is Diane was jealous of her own son for a hot minute, too. Diane is now the CEO of Jabot. You see how a plan comes together when you take some time? Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody tells me. So right now, that's where we're at. So now the question is, is Ashley really losing her mind? Where are you guys at with the storyline? I'm going for Ashley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, David. I'm pulling for Ashley. Something doesn't, something doesn't add up to me. I, well, the camera, I never thought of the camera angle. Until you brought it up, Candace. But I was thinking, my my thought was, does if Tucker, if there's something going on with Tucker that he's not even aware of, mm. I don't know what it is. I maybe he does. That's what. But I'm I don't. Sure, okay. I think so David's in the right mind. I'm, I'm I pulling think for Ashley's her. In the right mind too. I don't think that there's something going on with Tucker. I think Diane has a master plan, and 
the master plan that she shared with Tucker is not the actual master plan that she has going on up in her mind. So at some point, Tucker is going to realize, oh, I've been being played here. Um, and I also think that we're building towards Tucker getting the uh, the the second thoughts and the cold, not cold, yeah, cold feet and second thoughts. And, oh, my God, I actually love and respect this woman. Candace? Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to say. I've been saying this since day one, and I do feel as though the writing has definitely dropped um, because, well, it happens. I've been saying since day one, Diane has had a plan. And I kept saying yep. that Tucker and her worked together. Um, I feel so like with Tucker, I mean, here's the thing. He's going to go ahead and dis- dismember Ashley because Ashley is the most vulnerable one of them all. You could say Tracy, but Tracy, Tracy's smart. Because Tracy's like, no, no, I'm going to try I'd actually my say Billy, but, but go on. Well, I mean, it's, well, I mean, Tucker isn't dating, dating Ashley. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like. No, no, no. I Tucker see what you're saying, but. We... Yeah, but Tucker also don't let don't let this fool y'all. But Tucker does this with he actually has another little person under his thumb too, and that's Ardra. I feel mm. so like. Yes. You gotta think that Tucker is that type of guy who. He will throw you as far as he can and reel you back when he needs you or needs something from you. He, him and Ashley has history. They have a toxic history in a sense. But Ashley does love him. And Tucker I knows that. I think he that. loves her too. I'm telling I you. I think he loves her. He... I think, not to cut you off, I think he loves her. However, I think he is misusing his love for her for his own business purpose. Absolutely. But then there's the Diane component. Well, again, you have Diane. Diane is, I said, I said this, I actually said this, go back to listen to Take Two or even the other podcast, The Soul Party. I said this in real time. Diane came back after having everybody believe that she was dead. And the right. first person she kind of went through was Kyle, because Kyle was her child, and now he's a, he's a parent, so he kind of could understand mm-hmm. Diane a little bit better than Jack. Diane was able to go ahead and break Jack down, break him down by saying all the right things, doing all the right things, Going up against um, Tracy, and who did he? And who else did she go up against? That she still had to go up against Ashley. Phyllis. No, I, I mean she 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 oh, does Ashley. it. Still. Yes. 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 Phyllis, Phyllis, Phyllis is kind of chilled right now, but because the thing is, is that Diane got what she wanted out of Phyllis, but it's yeah. Ashley who's been kind of the rock of like, you know what? This is my brother. You mess with him, you're going to mess with me. So, yeah, if I was Diane and Tucker, obviously the, the game plan is to take over, take over Jabot, right? But, again, while Diane is working on Jack, Tucker was working on Ashley. Yeah. Diane and Tucker got mm. what they wanted. 
So now it's like, okay, because technically speaking, I'm going to say this. I'm bringing this up for a very, very good reason. Technically speaking, Tucker and Ashley are still married. Yep. That's what now, I was saying I want before. To, yes, right. So here's the thing. If you think you know where this storyline is going, then you might can guess what's going to probably happen to Ashley and Jabot. Dismantle? Well, think about it. Break down. If pretty much, if, okay, so Ashley has mental issues, right? Mm-hmm. If she comes undone, and we all know she has come undone before, technically speaking, Jack can't do anything with Ashley. Who would be in control of Ashley's assets? Assets, yeah. And everything. Her husband. Right. Yo-yo. All right. So unless either one of you wants to throw out anything else, Young and the Restless, I oh, think we need oh, to. Oh, wait, real quick, real quick. Go real ahead, quick. girl. Nikki, Nikki, the storyline that I, I Oh, love. my God. I, I just have I to say, I love line. drunk Nikki. I, I love, love drunk it. Nikki. Yep. Shout out again. Even though some of the story, Even though some of the storyline has fell flat and some of it is really good, shout out to Melanie Thomas Scott, shout out to Eric Braden. To uh, 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 Peter Bergman, to Amelia. Bergman, to Amelia, uh, uh, oh, shit, oh, why not skip it? Yeah, all of them. Because, again, like I said, some of it has fell flat, but some of it pick up. So Jordan, 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 right, where she was at, burned down. Somebody said the jail on fire. I don't know who it was. It wasn't me. Um, Trust me, because if that was me, I wouldn't have been on here. So she's gone. We don't know where she is. She escaped. We don't know where she at. We don't know. But Nikki, she, you know, she, she hiding in certain places here and there, getting drunk, getting wasted. You know, she's like this. I don't know how I can survive anymore. So Jordan calls her and plays the famous theme. Bang, check a well, well. Ow. And everything. Nikki's freaking out. She is drinking everything. She, Jack is her sponsor, which I forgot about. And then, like, Lauren, Lauren was helping her while she was drunk. Lauren and Jack start talking. Jack is like, I don't know what to do anymore with her. Then Victor, he's, like, all on, on board of this, right? And Victoria's trying to make men's about, you know, her daughter and everything, which, by the way, it's not her daughter, but we're going to come for another, another session for that. But needs to say, it's a whole big mess. Nikki's drunk. Jordan's somewhere. We don't know. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot going on. I'm not going to say that I love this storyline, but I'm loving enjoying the storyline as it unfolds. Right. Yep. And they did it. And the thing is, is that, again, like I said, when you have the actors to bring it home, it crushes me that Nikki is drunk. It crushes me. Because we know oh. what led to her drinking again. But then oh, it's like come on with, back. with Hold on. Can Anthony dropped. Oh no. Oh, there he is. Hold on. I'll get him back. 
Okay. I see you, Anthony. <laughs> All right, I'm here. So, yes, yeah, love John yeah. Nikki, but you know what? We got to go. We got to go to Port Charles. Um, yeah. Our, okay. <laughs> there was a, can there, I start you know, it? There, okay, yes. Yes, you can. Uh, well, I, I just now I'll make this one thing. I I am loving me, Rena Sofer. I'm so glad Lois is back. I like her chemistry with all the Chase boys, and I like what she brings. I like what she brings to all of that story. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Candace, I know you're going to agree with me. I'm going to say this right now. General Hospital, you have thrown every woman into Michael Easton's orbit. You have tried him across the damn canvas. Now, I really did think early on the chemistry with him and Laura Wright was, was sizzling. That would have been fun. And I really liked him with Fanola slash Anna. I did too. I, the the storyline was incredibly horrible. But them I kinda liked and they, they played off of each other really well. General Hospital, no. I'm gonna say it right now. No. Lois is not Finn's next woman. No, Candace. Okay. Oh, I didn't this say that. Sur- this, this is a public I know you didn't say it, but Candace and I, Candace, you've been reading them tea leaves, right? Sweetie, I've been, I've been, I, I'm probably the one who sent them off. Um, okay, oh, that never even crossed my mind. Right. Oh, no, trust me, it, it did with us. It, it, yeah, it, yep. it, trust me. Um, we know how it thing. works, girl, don't we? Okay, here's the thing, and I'm going to be real about this. A lot of you guys have said in, in, in comments that I've been in, Candace, you don't like Michael Easton because A, B, C, D, E, F, G. No, that's not true. I like Michael Easton. I've loved him ever since he was tanner on Days of Our Lives going forward. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the character of Finn. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. You pushed Finn down my throat too much to not let me really breathe. Okay? When I say that, it's like, yeah. When you first had him come on and you kind of tickled the idea, you, you, you hear how I said it, tickled the idea of Tracy and Finn. Yes. Okay? Tracy and Finn. I was like, okay, I'm kind of on board with them being friends. Okay? I didn't say a romance. I said, a, you know, like that. Okay. Then, of course, him and Hayden. Yeah, but really, no, really I, nice. I think we really do have to acknowledge they played the chemistry yeah. with him and Carly, too. They really did. Well, they did, but they did. But I'm going. Can I? I'm going to say something that's right. Oh my God! I'm going to, I'm going to get thrown off. I'm going to get thrown off the soap Twitter tonight. I'm sorry. I feel as though Carly is starting to become the welcome wagon for a lot of these characters. Yes. Okay. No. You know what, girl? I'm sorry. I am there with you on that one. Okay. She's the chemistry for every man on that show. Right. And see, my whole thing is you don't have to do that now. When you had, you know, Finn and, and you know, and I'm going to tell you something. Michael Easton and Fanola, they played off of each other very well. Very oh, my God, yeah. I was, I, I was, I was, I was invested. I was 
like, oh, when they find out about Peter. By the way, General Hospital, that was one of the best birthday presents you ever gave me a year ago almost. But the thing <laughs> is that after that, you fell flat. And this is the problem with some of the daytime, and I'll say it, daytime writers, y'all have a problem with this. When, one of your, when your couples break up, you lose the identity of another character, so you try to force feed us the character instead of working on the character, a.k.a. place them on the back burner for a little bit. Because what you did was you had Finn go straight into Elizabeth's story. You took yes. over Elizabeth's story for Finn. There's no way in God's green knows you're going to tell me that Elizabeth Weber was responsible for Finn's wife bumping her head and getting some alkalocopy and methylation of a megalation island disease. No, 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 no. So now... Yeah, and, and, and she was pressing, and the whole not, the whole four and a half years she's been working with things, the whole, it never occurs to her. To, no, 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 no. Go ahead, girl. No, 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 no. So the thing is, is that with Finn, I need for y'all not to give me Lewis and Finn, but I have a funny feeling you're going to do that. Yep. I have a funny feeling that you're either going to do that or Alexis. I, he's no Sonny Caruso. Stop trying to make this work. Either go ahead and write for because right now Finn is involved with his father, who is dying, allegedly. Apparently, you can have him be supporting, but don't like. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. But please don't do it to me. Don't. I'm no, 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 Lynn, no Lynn, no Lynn, no Lynn. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Nope. I, I just have to say for a moment, what happened to the tarot cards, the necklace, Charlotte? Um, are we just supposed to forget that all that happened? Yeah, that's why Danny Chris. That's why Danny Chris got fired. Mhm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you are mm-hmm. building us up to the Lulu is about to wake up storyline, and and I'm okay with that. I really am. But you, you need uh, to take uh, it across uh, canvas. Huh? My my question is, there's so many storylines, like the serial killer. Never found out about the serial killer. Where's Mrs. Woo-Woo? Yep. Where's, where's Mrs. Where's Woo-Woo? Woo? Where's Taggart? Where's Taggart? Where's Taggart? But Taggart should be there for his daughter. I said what I said. I don't care what anybody told me. He, he should have yeah. been there. Um, yes, I agree. There's a lot of there's a lot of missing plots that never got filled in. They probably will never get filled in, um, which is why Patrick, hey boo, Patrick and Elizabeth is going to be over there. Well, they're over there now. We should be seeing themselves come like April. I'm going to say round off April. Um, to me, oh, Jesus, like we never found out who Anna's stalker was. We never. I mean, we're about to kind of get the two years, almost three years in the making of what Dax and Sonny and Michael, that storyline. Um, yeah, I can't. I'm sorry. I, no, I can't. Okay, General Hospital, I, I, got, I, I got another bone to pick with you. I, I rooted with you. I, I have stayed with both actresses. First, the incredible Miss Michelle Stafford, and now, you know, girl, tell me her name again. Cynthia Watros. Cynthia Watros, thank you. 
both incredible actresses, both have given Nina a spin that is very, but, oh, God, oh, God, we are so done, General Hospital, please, 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 please. We know she was in a coma for 20 years. Let's play a little bit on that. Let's, let's explain who this cuckoo mess that you have created is. Um, and you have got to. We are so done. You have got to stop with the victim. Poor me, poor me, poor me. And I keep making mistakes, but everybody, you have got to stop with this. Okay, second, you have got to stop. With Dr. Paul, uh, you know, uh, 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 Dr. Robinson, Trina's mother. She's the most whiny. Thank you, Portia. I don't know why Portland was in my head. I've been up for almost 24 hours, that's why. But that's another story for another day. Um, Portia. Lord have mercy. You have got to stop painting these characters into a corner slash place where we'd rather see them be, like, brutally murdered. Then, you know, Portia, you killed that character. You killed Nina. Go ahead, girl. No, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be honest. The problem is is that, again, Cynthia Watchos and Laura Wright pulls me through these storylines because they are graduates of Kim Zimmer School of Acting. Mm -hmm. However, the business stuff is okay, but there's a problem with it. You're still making it to Nina versus Carly. Like, Carly's now got one up on Nina. Nina's about to come up with another one. It's literally the war. Like, General Hospital, Nina and Carly are no um, Erica, Erica and Brooke. They're not Brooke and Stephanie. They're not Carly and Barbara Ryan. They're not Reva and Annie. Stop doing this, okay? Let them breathe, okay? Let them breathe. Do you hear me? Um, another factor is, is like with Portia, I don't know what, because I, I did say this, it's like when's the last time we saw Brooke Kerr, you know, up until the whole Spencer thing, and we do got to get to that in a minute. But it's just like y'all have lost the identities of certain characters at, at, a la Laura, a la Laura, okay? And we need to do that oh, now real quick because we do. Yeah, we do. All right, girl, we got two quick. minutes. Go ahead. Give us yeah. Spencer. Give us Spencer. We got two minutes. Spencer died, y'all. He died. Him and Esme was fighting. He and Esme drugged her, drugged um Trina and them, and they went overboard. And um, they had a funeral. And yeah, Spencer dead, y'all. But right now, ain't neither one of them <laughs> dead. There's no emotional impact. They're trying to wring as much as you can out of this story. But we all know he's coming back. Well, this one, to me, I'm sorry. Or do it. Go ahead, go ahead, Anthony. No, no, I'm we just, do because... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Anthony, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, for me, he should have killed, literally killed Esme and then had to go on the run and figure something out later on a couple of months later because everybody gets exonerated in a couple of months when they come back to town. There's too many deaths that come back that we cannot actually feel the you're playing emotions that we can't feel because we know he's coming back. So stop trying to make us go so deep into these emotions. Not for this. Y'all knew that boy was leaving. You guys knew he was leaving for General Hospital for a little bit. You could have came up with a better storyline. I'm sorry. Oh, girl, thank you. On that note, 
David, Candace, I am so pleased and pleasured and honored to spend these two hours with you. We'll be back oh, in two same weeks. Here. Same here. All right. Be good. See Keep watching. Keep Bye, watching. Guys. Bye, everybody. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.